the college experience, Georgia state and Arkansas state preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by MyBookie.ag. winning season continues at my bookie. And they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP 20. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP 20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit only at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to the college experience, Georgia State at Arkansas State style. My name is Colby Swinging Dad to Base Dad, aka Pick Dun D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And we're talking, we get some great Sunbelt games this week, and I think for the next couple of weeks. Uh, and we got a big one Thursday night. We got the Georgia State Panthers traveling to Jonesboro, Arkansas to take on the Red Wolves of Arkansas State. Uh, Arkansas State currently a five-point favorite. I'll get to that. I'll get to the the pick section. But before I want to break down both these teams pretty good, I think the Sun Belt's having a fantastic year. Honestly, just from the eye test, I've been really impressed with a lot of their play. Uh, with the exception of really uh, Louisiana Monroe, they're they're the 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 team that is just kind of trash. The rest, I mean, Texas State's got a bad record, but they're probably the they're probably the second worst team in this conference, and they're they're somewhat decent. They have a decent offense, but then you get to the other schools, and I mean, currently leading the way is Lafayette, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, and uh, the Raging Cajuns. But after that. You got App State, who's still un, unbeaten in conference. I don't even think they've played a conference game yet, though. You got Georgia Southern. You got Georgia State, who lost to Lafayette in overtime. And Southern, Georgia Southern lost to Lafayette by a last-second field goal from 53 yards out. So, uh, and then you got Coastal Carolina, who's undefeated. They're looking good. Um, you really got a strong conference, I think, this year. Troy. Troy just hit, beat up on Texas State, beat up on Middle Tennessee. Now, they did get slacked by BYU, but... Overall, the Sun Belt been very, very impressive this year. Three and zero against the Big Twelve. Um, it would have been interesting had COVID not hit to see how they fared against perhaps the ACC and and uh, and SEC and then the whatever other conference scheduled them. But we are what we we have what we have. And uh, with that being said, Georgia State. You know, I thought they might take a step back, coached by uh, Sean Elliott, former App State. Uh, defensive end back in the nineties. 
Uh, Elliot also coached with App State, coached with South Carolina with Spurrier a little bit, and uh, was there, I believe, was their interim head coach at South Carolina. And he's doing a great job at Georgia State, considering that this program started football, you know, in the past 10 years, I think it is. Um, you know, he walked into a disastrous situation and they really got things going. Now, his record's still eight, you know, 18 and 27, I think. Uh, so that's not, you know, that doesn't stand out as an unbelievable job, but he is doing an unbelievable job. They won at Tennessee last year and he coached with legendary app state coach, Jerry Moore for a long time and played for him. So that's good pedigree, man. Very good pedigree. And I love the job he's doing. I actually thought they would probably take a step back losing Dan Ellington, who now I believe is part of the staff with the Panthers. Ellington was their senior quarterback from a season ago that gave uh, Tennessee so many problems. Um, but this year it's been Cornelius Brown. He's 40 of uh, 67, completing just about 60% of his passes, only 6.5 yards per pass, four touchdowns, three picks. Gotta, gotta work on that. Gotta, uh, you know, limit the turnovers there. You just one more touchdown than interception. That's not fantastic. But, um, but Brown also 21 rushes, 90 yards in a score. So he's, his legs can do some damage too. On the, on the, on the ground, they, uh, they really have one workhorse they, they work and that's Destin Coates. I wonder if it's any relation to the great new England Patriots tight end Ben Coates. Uh, but Destin Coates, 57 rushes, 263 yards, 4.6 yards, a carry three touchdowns so far this year. He's going to take majority of the carries. They got a couple other guys, Marcus Carroll and Tucker Gregg, but they, they don't, they don't really see that much action. Destin Coates will be the man. And if not that, probably Cornelius Brown on, on the running attack. Uh, wide out wise, uh, this team, Sam Pickney is the leading receiver, 11 for 155 and two scores. He's joined by Cornelius, with uh, Cornelius McCoy, nine for 74, and Roger Carter at tight end. They kind of they got two tight ends that might see some playing time. Roger Carter and Aubrey Payne. Um, all in all, uh, they all I'm, I'm shocked how good they are so far this year. Now, I know the season's been young. They've had games canceled and stuff. Uh, their kicker, Noel Ruiz, 11 for 11 on extra points, one for two on field goals. Um but the one he missed, I think, was a 40-some yarder. Uh, defensively, that this is what really impressed me. All right, the, Georgia State put a hurting on my East Carolina Pirates. And I'll be honest, that what really impressed me was what they did on the offense and defensive line to the to ECU. Defensive line looked really good to me. They've they've already what they played, what? Let me double check this. I believe two games. Yeah. So they they their first game was Louisiana Lafayette. They lost 34-31 in overtime. Then they had the Charlotte game canceled and then they got East Carolina and they, they won by 20 against East Carolina and East Carolina went up seven, nothing. East Carolina had a pick six, like the first drive of that game. And then they just went on a roll. So, uh, I was just taken back that, that they were that good, uh, in both performances, uh, they have a total of six sacks in two games. So getting three sacks a game I mean, right now, the guy who leads the team in sacks, well, their defense lineman, Thomas Gore, is a beast. But Quavian uh, Qu- Qu- White at corner, they blitz him a lot, I guess. One and a half sacks leading the team, uh, as well as uh, Thomas Gore on the D-line. Uh, but six sacks, also five picks in two games. That's impressive. Talk about, they got a pick six also. This 
defense is opportunistic. They're a really good defense led by, uh, I mean, I like their secondary. Tavius Lane leading the team in tackles. Also got two pass defections and an interception for touchdown. Uh, besides that, Quavian White, who I mentioned, who has the, the tied for the leader in sacks. He's got uh, 11, 11 tackles on the season. Three uh, pass deflections, two picks. They get after it, man. Um, and also Chris Bacon at safety and Jalen Jones at corner. They have a, a good secondary. I really like the defensive line with Dante Wilson, uh, Jeffrey Clark, Akeem Smith, and even uh, Hardrick Willis in there as well as, uh, you know, the guy who leads Thomas Gore, the guy who is basically the, the, the best defensive stopper on that D line. Um, I'm excited to watch this team play. I'll be honest. I think they're a pretty darn good football team. I love what uh, Elliot's doing there. And when we talk about Arkansas state, we talk about Blake Anderson, who's just got this program rolling. I feel like absolutely rolling. I think it's what eight or nine bowl seasons in a row. He's got a 49, 32 record at, uh, uh, you know, at Arkansas state. And I think me and Patty C have talked about these, both these schools potentially could be uh, coming up some, I mean, Georgia States in Atlanta play at the old brave stadium. Um, you know, where Dale Murphy used to hit those homers, but, um, in Atlanta, the fact that, uh, they, they, they've only, they haven't been around that long. So I think potentially conference USA, maybe the AAC comes calling. And then with Arkansas state, there's only one other school in that state. That's uh power five in Arkansas, the Razorbacks. And th- despite Pittman having a decent three games here, they're one and two. And he looks, it looks promising for Razorback fans, but they've been really bad over the past, you know, seven to seven to 10 years. So what better opportunity for Arkansas state to come up? Um, Blake Anderson done, done a really good job though. He's been there since 2014, 49 and 32. Uh, he's won two Belt championships. So that's, that's impressive in its own right. And when you analyze this roster, the only thing that drives me crazy is the two quarterback system. I mean, he'll go back and forth on quarterbacks on each drive. I watched that coastal Carolina game that just, he doesn't even care if you score a touchdown. If you, so if your quarterback goes seven for seven, those a touchdown, the next drive is the next guy. Logan Bonner is probably the better of the two. He's 58 of 91 completing 64% of his passes. 8.1 yards, a uh, completion and eight touchdowns, three picks. Now Lane Hatcher, the backup or the guy who also gets playing time, 41 of 70, 564 yards. So he's about, you know, 180 yards less in, in performance, but get this same exact yards per average, 8.1 uh, completion percentage, though, a little bit down at 59% and, but six touchdowns, only one pick. So he doesn't turn the ball over as much as Bonner. Both these guys are capable uh, to, to beat you. They're both good, solid quarterbacks. And uh, if you're if Arkansas state, you might remember they opened up on Saturday, September 5th against Memphis as the primetime game on ABC. And they really hung with Memphis. I actually think they, they left a lot of points out there and it, they had their opportunities to win that game. I think the score was a little bit deceiving Memphis won 37, 24, but they followed that up the next week at K state upsetting the team that's currently in first place in the big 10 or the, the big 12 and beating uh, K state in Manhattan, 35, 31. Then they had a game canceled against Tulsa, which would have been a really interesting game, but might I add, and then they went to Conway, South Carolina and coastal Carolina really took it to them. They lost 52 to 23. 
And then they rebounded against a good Central Arkansas team who gave North Dakota State everything they could handle. Uh, they they won fifty to twenty seven. So, but Arkansas State, good football team, both quarterbacks capable of beating you. Uh, running back wise, Jamal Jones, forty five rushes, two hundred twelve yards, and uh, and 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 he's with Lincoln Pair. Both these guys are pretty darn good. Lincoln twenty for uh, one hundred fifty seven, seven point eight yards a rush. The only thing is none of them have scored touchdowns on the ground. They, they, but those two should get the bulk of the carries. After that, you got Marcel Murray and Isaiah Izabuki. Both get they get a few touches. Actually, Izabuki's, I think, has got their only rushing touchdown in the season. No, Ryan Graham does as well. So they're deep at the running back position. Wide receiver-wise, I'm sure if you've caught any of this team or if you just read a few press clippings from about this team, you're, you're going to find out about Jonathan Adams. He's a receiver that I think the NFL scouts are probably going to give a serious look at for probably a, a you know somewhere between a top couple rounds draft pick. Kid's big. He's a stud. He gave K State fits. Jonathan Adams, twenty six for three sixty two, five touchdowns, getting fourteen yards a catch, long of fifty two, and also Dahu Green, sixteen for two forty seven, three scores. Brandon Bowling, fourteen for one eighty three, three scores. Rashad Paul, eight for one twenty eight. And a score, and don't forget about tight end uh, Giles Amos, who's got six for uh, 103 in a score. This offense can move the ball. Also, tight end Reed Tyler, Corey Rucker, uh, wide out. I mean, they they got players that can catch, and this offense is pretty fine tuned. Kicking wise, got some issues. Blake Group, 16 of 18 on extra points. He's already missed two extra points this season, just two for five kicking. That's an issue to me. Long of 42 in the season. Defensively, um, I've been impressed with their D line too. I mean, not necess- not in that coastal game though, but in that K State game, I was really impressed with their defensive line getting after. I know this team got hit with COVID too. Something to keep in mind. They're two and two, but they had a ton of players. I think they had eighteen players out in that K State game. Might have had some more out in the others. I don't recall off the top of my head right now, but. Uh, you know, keep an eye out for linebacker Justin Rice. This kid's getting at it. He's second on the team in tackles, 26 tackles. Got a, I got a pass deflection and four sacks already on the season. John, Justin Rice getting it in. And uh, other than that, like uh, I, like I said, I, I've been impressed with the D-line. Quinton Lee at D-end. I think that's someone to keep track of. He's been really good. Uh, who was the defensive tackle guy? Terry Hampton, I believe and Forrest Merrill that were really wrecking shop against K-State. Keep an eye out for them. Secondary-wise, probably the leader of the secondary is Ellery Alexander at safety. Leading, he's actually leading the team in tackles with 27 and a pass deflection. Um, this team's got, what, four picks in four games as well. So getting seven, uh, seven sacks and four picks in, uh, what, four games? doing a, That's pretty solid. Sacks maybe could be better, but... Uh, getting that many interceptions that early. It's an opportunistic defense as well. So uh, Vegas says the line is Arkansas State minus five. I think the play here is uh, is go with Georgia State. I think Georgia State has the secondary to match up. Now, Adams is going to get his, I think. Adams is just a stud. When you watch uh, these games, you'll see, man, there's one guy that's really, really good. And the rest are the rest are solid, but Adam stands out as a as a guy that's ready for the NFL to me. So uh, I I think Adams will get his, but I I think 
with their kicking issues, with uh, the the back and forth quarterback play, is a lot lot of opportunity for Georgia State to come in and really uh, really upset the the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Take the five points, sprinkle some on the money line, I think, but uh, take the five also. Make sure you take the five because that could that could save you a little bit there. If you go money line and they lose in overtime or something, or lose thirty one twenty eight or something twenty eight twenty seven. You're going to want that five points, but I do think this is a chance Georgia state could win this game outright. I expect it to be a heck of a good game. Excited to watch this one in the Sun Belt. So if you're, if you're a uh, Georgia state fan or Arkansas state fan, enjoy it. Should be a good game. This is the college experience. If you're a first time listener, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend. That's always fantastic for us. Uh, we're, we're trying to grow. Please. If you could leave a five-star review, we'd appreciate it. Um, We've been doing this uh, for picking, picking every single college football, college basketball game for over three years now. We handicap every single division one game. All right. Me, Patty C NC, Nick, my co-host, uh, it's, this is a solo one for me, but they pick the games as well over at sports We release all the picks. We got the records there been over 500 picking every single game for three years now. And then we have our locks, our best plays, which we've been way over 500 on our best plays. So make sure you check us out. Um, and if you can, if you're really swift, if you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review, I would really, really appreciate it because that's how essentially we get paid sponsors. Look at the comments. They say, Hey, people like these bozos. And, uh, then they give us money to do this so we can give you more of these down, down the road. If if we get enough iTunes comments. So please, if you can, we'd appreciate it. And, uh, like I said, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. And if you leave an iTunes comment, take a screenshot, send it to me. We'll try to get you a shirt or a hat or something. You know, I, I appreciate the support. So, uh, yeah, do that. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. And we are part of the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They're on Twitter at the SGP Network. Make sure you give them a follow. And, yeah, this is the college experience. Georgia State at Arkansas State style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.